I V M. The number of chief executive officers and chief experience officers earning a million dollars are dropping. The number has come down to 125 from 150 last year. Nobody saw it coming since average salaries shot up by over 21% to rupees 20.4 crore in 2021 from 16.8 crores the previous year. The overall revenue generated by 125 top executives climbed by only 1.4%. That is to rupees 2,549 crores in 2020 to 2021, according to TOI's million dollar salary survey performed by EMA Partners. But why is the million dollar CEO club losing candidates? And the reason is the rupee is steadily declining against the dollar. According to the Economic Times, the rupee fell to a 17-month low against the U.S. dollar two weeks ago since selected banks ramped up greenback buying. Rising U.S. interest rates frequently contribute to the higher U.S. sovereign bond yields and a stronger dollar, making riskier emerging market currencies like rupee less appealing. There could be another reason, and we are speculating. So stay with us here. A clutch of CEOs had waived salaries due to the pandemic. That's generous, right? But the stock options these C-suit executives had gave them access to money far more than their salaries. According to a New York Times article, the gap between CEOs and their employees widened despite them not taking salary. But this was in the US. It may not have happened in India. Probably, maybe. Sticking to the office here, there is good news and there's some bad news. Good news is that work week may shrink to four days. It's going to be a three-day weekend, and don't we all love a long weekend? Now onto some bad news. Number of hours you work in a week won't change. Essentially, you'll actually end up working longer hours, but for fewer days. Also, this means that you take home salary shrinks. Well, we did warn you that there's going to be some good news and bad news. But any ideas what you may do with these three days of weekend? New hobbies, travel, maybe a new job. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, finance, and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Manaswini, and here is the main story for 23rd December 2021. If you haven't heard about something called Web3, you're not alone. But we'll decode it for you. Web3 is the next generation of the internet. While Web 1.0 was the static internet and Web 2.0 was the age of social media, Web 3 will be based on blockchain technology. You think of cryptocurrency, digital assets, and decentralized architecture will feature heavily in the new internet. The goal of Web 3 is to replace the data and privacy mining models of social media giants and return power back to the people. This means. Users will become owners of a decentralized internet based on blockchain. Interesting, isn't it? As utopian as that sounds, Web three has its skeptics. Two of whom are none other than Elon Musk and former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. 
The crux of their cynicism is that early investors in Web3 are the very people who shaped Web 2.0. Take the venture capital fund A16Z, who Musk and Dossie were slight tweeting about. The founders of A16Z didn't just invest in Clubhouse, Twitter, and Meta, which we knew as Facebook back then. They've also got stakes in cryptocurrency exchanges, NFT platforms, and companies that are involved in building a metaverse. So this means that Web3 is danger of being controlled by a powerful few, just as Web 2.0 was. Now, which is why Jack Dorsey is criticizing venture capitalists and Web3 devotees on Twitter. In case you're wondering, here's why Dorsey is so invested in Web3. He isn't just the former CEO and co-founder of Twitter. He also heads digital payments platform Block and is part of Blue Sky Protocol, which aims to develop a decentralized social media standard. Now, so in short, Jack Dorsey will play an interesting role in the next iteration of the internet. So Dorsey is right about Web3 being vulnerable to venture capitalist motives. But he's also misguided about Bitcoin being the only legitimate cryptocurrency. You see, as a Bitcoin loyalist, Dorsey believes it's the only anti-establishment cryptocurrency that is yet to be corrupted by VC money. While it may be true in theory, it isn't so in practice. Because even Bitcoin is accessible to a privileged few. Just 0.01% of Bitcoin holders are actually responsible for 27% of its circulation. What's the moral of the story? Well, Jack Dorsey is as naive about Bitcoin as others are about Web3. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. Stay tuned.